Good morning. Happy Pentecost to everyone. I want to thank your pastor, Julie, (laughs) for inviting me to celebrate with you today and for giving me the opportunity to share some thoughts on this wonderful feast which celebrates the birth of Christianity and the outpouring of the Spirit upon the followers of Jesus. It is the 50th day after Easter. It is the moment of the Spirit and the time of the flame. And as you can see, we have a small flame here in front of the altar. This flame reminds us that those gathered in the upper room had an experience of the Spirit which seemed to them to be like flames of fire, energy hovering over them. That Spirit sent them forth and continues to send us forth as Pentecost people. Today is truly a day to rejoice. We who are Christian believe in a triune God, a God who is creator, a God who is redeemer in the person of Jesus the Christ, and a God who is sustainer and inspirer in the person of the Spirit. The early ecumenical councils of Christianity gave a great deal of time to understanding the manner by which Jesus was fully human and fully divine. From the ponderings of the bishops, we receive creeds, which are our statements of faith. After coming to doctrinal agreement on Jesus, the early theologians wrote beautiful treatises on the Trinity and how the persons of the Trinity were in continual relationship. Unfortunately, the person of the Spirit never seemed to receive as much attention as the Father-Mother and the Son. Now the Eastern Church spent a great deal of time on the Spirit and still does to this day. But the Western Christian Church, to which we belong, always seemed to move the Spirit into third place. If you look at ancient religious art, you see a vertical description of Trinity in many paintings and churches. Up in the top, you have God the Father, who's always wearing a long, white flowing beard. He's in his 80s or 100s or whatever. Jesus is underneath him, and then you see a dove. You see a bird, which is flying someplace. Nobody quite knows where. It is no wonder that the theology of the Spirit did need revamping. So about 40 years or so ago, and certainly in the last 20 years, theologians and spiritual writers have paid much more attention to the Spirit, and so must we. The Spirit is the Ruach in Hebrew, the Pneuma in Greek. It is the wind, it is the breath, the energy, which enables all things to live and thrive. How shall I further describe the Spirit? The Spirit is the renewer of all things, the liberating principle in our lives, the divine consoler, the giver of all gifts, 
and the whirlwind. It is the Spirit who teaches the followers of Jesus, who is the source of our faith, who brings us truth and wisdom, and who encourages us to be people of hope. The actions of the Spirit permeate our lives and reveal God to us. In the Hebrew Scriptures, the Spirit strengthens the judges, anoints the kings, and inspires the prophets. It is in the book of Ezekiel where the prophet states that there will be an outpouring of the Spirit upon the people. In Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19, I will give them a single heart, and I will put a new spirit within them. I will remove their heart of stone from their bodies and give them a heart of flesh instead. Of all the Gospels, it is Luke's that can truly be called the Gospel of the Holy Spirit. And the Acts of the Apostles, which contains the Pentecost narrative, is part of that Gospel. In Luke, we see that Jesus is continually led by the Spirit. And the beautiful Annunciation passage involving Mary, the mother of Jesus, shows us that Jesus is indeed a child of the Spirit. The Spirit present at the very act of creation is now present in the life of Jesus, leading him forward and teaching him what he must do as a child of God. In the upper room, we find the older Mary, present with the followers of Jesus. Her life is bookended by the Spirit. All of a sudden, there is a burst of energy, and the room is filled, and the Spirit of Jesus envelops each person present. Gifts are poured out upon them, and they discover that they can speak and understand different languages. Peter stands up and quotes from the prophet Joel, as you just heard. In the days to come, it is the Lord who speaks, and I will pour out my Spirit on all of humankind. Amen. It has happened. And she agrees. <laughs> you and I are children of God. And being so, we are enveloped by the Spirit. It happened on our baptism, and it happens in confirmation. We are given gifts, not just for ourselves, but for the entire community. I have a question for you. How aware are you of the movement of the Spirit in your life? And do you ever consider what gifts you have been given by the Spirit? In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the different gifts of the Spirit are listed. And it is no mistake that Paul talks about the analogy of the body afterwards. All of us need to offer our gifts. They're not just for ourselves, you know. They're for the building up of the entire community. And I suspect that Julie will be happy to use all your gifts. But are you free enough to share those gifts? Or do you hoard them and dole them out in little small quantities? 
In Paul's letter to the Galatians chapter 6, the fruits of the Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit are listed. They are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trustfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You see, when we use the gifts of the Spirit that we have been given, we receive the fruits. We bear fruit. I'm sure you are familiar with the passage where Jesus says, you shall know them by their fruits. But first, you have to use the gifts. If we truly open our minds and our hearts and our entire being to the Spirit of God, we will notice hundreds of ways that the Spirit touches our lives. And we will bear fruit. Others will recognize God working in us. And others will be touched by our life journey. You know, one of the Spirit's job descriptions is to lead us in discernment. And that fancy word simply means the ability to notice how God is working in our life, and the ability to make important decisions based on the movement of the Spirit. Discernment is about sensing and recognizing our desires, our feelings, our inspirations, our fears, our excitements, and our longings. When I look back on my life, I see many moments where God's Spirit was working in me. One was in college, when I began to think about entering religious life. Another was when I decided to study for my doctorate at Fordham. And another was when I realized I needed to make what's called a 30-day retreat. Each of those decisions impacted my life in a huge way and led me down new paths to new people and new experiences. You see, it was the Spirit of God who was working on and in me, just as the Spirit of God worked in the upper room, just as the Spirit of God is here among us in this sacred space this morning. Will you respond to the Spirit? Will you allow the Spirit to take you and this community to new and exciting places? Will you be people of the Spirit for the sake of the world? Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. I now invite you to stand and take the bulletin, and if you look in it, you will see a blessing for Pentecost. And I ask, I invite you to extend one of your hands outward because you're going to bless each other, and that whole blessing is going to leave this church and go out to the world. So extend one of your hands outward, and let us say this Pentecost blessing together. May the warmth of the Spirit's fire be extended through your concern and care for all those who need your love. May the clear light of the Spirit's guidance be a source of effective discernment and decision-making for you. May the joyful fire of the Spirit dance within you and set happiness ablaze in your life. May the spark of your relationship with the Spirit 
catch a fire in the hearts of those with whom you live and work. May you be mindful of the eternal flame within you, and may you rely on this source of love to be your constant ally and steady guide. Amen.